0: Welcome to the Self-Help Podcast, a weekly no-nonsense guide dedicated to your emotional health and well-being. Presented by entrepreneur Edward Lam and psychotherapist Sean Orford. For more information, visit liveinthepresent.co.uk. Okay, there we go. Hello, welcome to episode 441 of the Self-Help Podcast with me, Ed Lam, and my good pal, Sean Orford. How are you, Sean?
1: I am stunning. Can you hear me alright? You said right. I was a bit, a bit muffled last time.
0: Yeah, last week a little bit distorted. Um, yeah. But you sound all right now. Well, I'll find that could out. Could be a
1: psychological time. problem, man. <laughs> Good,
0: yeah. yeah. Just eat it. I've
1: never had it done. You know
0: when people get their ear wax cleared out and they have it really like whoosh, this massive. Yeah, yeah I've never uh, never had that done, but I quite fancy it to be honest.
1: <laughs> I'll do it for you. Yeah, oh, go on then.
0: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, apologies if it was a bit distorted last week or uh, anyone had any trouble. Hopefully we're back back to our best this time around. Um, yeah, livingthepresent.co.uk for all the show notes and links. That's the website. And Sean's written a blog post, as ever, to accompany this episode. Um, and it's quite an interesting one, really, isn't it, Sean? We'll just dive straight in. It could be a short and snappy episode because, well, I'm, I'm conscious that there's a story in the UK in where there's a bit of, uh, well, bit of sleaze been going on with a conservative MP, you know, nothing new there apparently. Um, but I mean, this is actually, we, we're putting this one out in a couple of weeks. So by then, who knows what, I mean, the whole government could have collapsed by then. <laughs> <So>. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be getting the follow-up on this. Yeah. But it's
0: an interesting thing to discuss anyway. There's quite a bit of psych- psychology at play. And, uh, so yeah, what, what, what was your kind of slant on, on the blog post, Sean? What do you want to say?
1: Well, it, it's to do with um, what's known in, in psycho speak as attitude alignment. So, like, and, and you see it going on in everything. I mean, it happens if you go to buy a car. It happens when you've got a salesman knocking on the door or you've got a Jehovah's Witness banging on the door. They're trying to get you to align your ideas and attitudes and beliefs with theirs. Yeah. Um, and and I, I suppose the biggest classic has been the COVID thing and are you um you know a conspiracy theorist or are you um go in with it that kind of thing and i suppose Brexit was the same thing that you got people trying to get you but trying to seduce you into um believing what they're saying is the truth this is the way to do it and whether we go left or we go right uh politically is down to how many people go into alignment with that idea at the point of the election. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I,
0: I was watching the history of uh, Blair and Brown was on the on the on the iPlayer. There's a um, document, a four-part documentary about yeah that kind of period of politics when uh, New Labour took over for a while, um, and you know, reasonably yeah. successful, but it wasn't without wasn't without its kind of. Uh, can you hear my dog walking away there? By the way, I can, I can. Is he
1: trying to align your attitude? He is, yeah. I
0: can't put up with this. I'm trying
1: to podcast <laughs> at home
0: and I've got... He's found his lungs all of a sudden. <laughs> and he's... Yeah, I'll show you. If you watch it on YouTube, you can actually see him. Come look going on, look at the of that, the
1: house here.
0: Look at this uh, little rascal. <laughs> are you making all
1: that noise, Keeper?
0: We should be happy. He's found his voice finally, hasn't he? I'm going to chuck him in the back garden. But he'll probably start barking at a squirrel now. Go on, keep it... yeah uh, but yeah, as I was saying before I was rudely interrupted. Um, yeah, so it's not, we can't, we're just going to point the finger at Tory MPs, but they, they do have a decent history of kind of being at the forefront of things when it comes to scandal and sleaze. Um, but yeah, it's, there's, there's something about that that idea that power corrupts eventually. And there's lots of, you know, lots of stories. Yeah, so uh,
1: power corrupts and absolute power corrupts Absolutely. Yeah. So by the first baron of Acton.
0: So, and I mean, I've kind of dipped my toes in local politics and potentially could even be, depending on how things go in the next year or two, might even be standing for to be a local councillor, which is like a slippery slope towards potential, you know, greater things and potential, you know, sleaze and outrage and (laughs)
1: <laughs> so will we see you at number ten? Yes. Well, well
0: maybe. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm, I, don't, I think it's very unlikely. But um, yeah, I don't know. Is it, is it? Should we be pointing the finger, or are we all deep down kind of? Do we have it within us to kind of be led down the wrong path, and to take you know to use power in a you know in a in a bad kind of way?
1: I think that the issue has to be that everybody is trying to get other people to align to their attitudes all the time. So, and whether you're a salesperson or whether you're just trying to communicate with somebody, if you meet somebody who's a friend, you don't go, hello, you four-eyed bastard how are you, do you? you? You you say nice things because you're you're trying to get them to align to nice things to be nice to you. You know, you go into a shop if you're nice to the person behind the counter, they're nice to you. So we're all doing it. Um, and it could be that we go into work feeling like absolute death. We've had a really awful weekend and someone says, hey, what kind of weekend have you had? And say, oh, it's absolutely fabulous. Yeah? So we're all playing those kind of games to get the response that we want from other people. Yeah. When we see a politician doing it, it becomes much grosser because um, usually there is a much bigger deal. Uh, and when you've got, you know, the, the current thing, I, I don't know the realities of it, but when you're talking about people earning, you know, 100000 a year on the side um, and, oh. you know, yeah, and, and a million uh-huh. here and a million there kind of stuff, you know. Um, and uh, people are, tr- are kind of defending things or well, not defending things, but people are trying to get you, the public, to align with their attitude. So, so you get this attitude alignment. um it's, I mean, even if you watch one of those programs like, um, you know, Love It or List It, where they're trying to get, you know, one one guy is trying to get the people to sell the house and to list, list the house so they can buy something else. And the other one is trying to get them to love the house by changing the house that they've got. But it's all to do with attitude alignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so whether it's advertising, whether it's you chatting a girl up or whatever it is, or a girl chatting a bloke up or whatever, yeah, or bloke. I suppose these a bloke chatting a bloke up or a non-binary person chatting a non-binary person yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I don't miss anyone out on it but um the but but the issue is we're all doing it
0: yeah, yeah. I mean I mean I've just looked on the BBC homepage. so I mean yeah like I say we're recording this one a bit in advance so it's still well it's the 9th of November when we're recording this so one at one Tory mp has already resigned after a bit of a bit of a kerfuffle in parliament about they, they they seemed to try to get him off the hook but it didn't go down too well so he had to he had to u-turn him. he resigned the next day but on there's another guy um another mp who's apparently was is earning about 5 million a year uh oh no sorry what well, I'm I'm going above there. 900,000 pounds through outside jobs um is that all so-
1: Oh, only
0: nine no. hundred. Uh, yeah, Pocket so Cox, and but apparently he was doing it through lockdown, and he was living in the Caribbean through uh, <laughs> through lockdown, <laughs> earning a million quid on top of his, you know, quite a generous generous salary. I, I will I will say I met my MP a couple of weeks ago to talk about a few things, and uh, and MPs or my my MP anyway, Alice McGovern. She works really hard, right? She works so, the yeah. backside off. and I'm sure most of them, whatever colour really do put a proper shift yeah. in. And it's the same with local councillors actually. Um and yeah. an MP gets about 70, 80 grand a year, which is a lot, but it's not it's not mega books. Like obviously, you know, you can you can earn a lot more. And, um counselors are even, even less. It's like eight thousand pounds a year. And I've I've been digging mm-hmm. in to see <laughs> to see what you get. And counselors mm-hmm. put in, you know, you can put in a real shift, like a full-time job almost, you know, answering Emails about uneven pavements and overgrown hedges and that kind of thing. So uh yeah.
1: And you get paid eight thousand a year to do that.
0: Yeah, that's that's the basic kind of
1: uh but but that means that local politicians, unless they're married to someone else who is the the major breadwinner, then they're actually having to um to work as well.
0: Yes, or the retired. So it's why you tend to get quite a lot of councillors that are, are older because, yeah, they're retired. No. Not always, you know, by any stretch. But anyway, yeah. so yeah. I can sort of see why councillors and to a certain extent MPs do kind of search for cash from other areas. But uh, there's obviously mm. there's a limit to what is kind of publicly acceptable, isn't it? Um, and Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting times at the moment. I will mm. also say that it's quite an interesting the UK is a fascinating country, isn't it? Because um, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in the in the polls and in in kind of whether other MPs have to stand down in the coming weeks ahead. Because I get the feeling that despite all the outcry in the media and stuff, I'm not sure how bothered your average Joe will be. Um, Just because, like, the, the history of the UK, it's, you know, and the kind of the British Empire, it's just hundreds of years of conditioning to people uh, that is kind of top-down rule and, you know, we need to salute the flag and all that kind of thing and, you know, sing the mm. national anthem. And it's quite deeply ingrained, isn't it, that kind of culture um, of that, mm. that top-down rule. And obviously a lot of people still have a lot of pride in the flag and in the, the monarchy and, and in that mm. kind of sense, that sense of tradition. So I wonder if, despite all the outcry in the media at the moment, whether it will actually have much impact. What do you reckon?
1: Mm. I don't know. I mean, but, but the thing to me is that um, politicians are politicians and we live in a in a um, capitalist system. And when people act like politicians in a capitalist system, everyone acts like they're surprised. I mean, insider dealing is when you get the lowdown on, on a deal that's coming up and you tell your mates, yeah, you need to go for that. And that's called insider dealing. To me, that's capitalism. That's what you do, isn't it? Mm. You know, um, and and I, there may be people that aren't in the know that miss out on the deal, and then they get cheesed off. Yeah, but I mean, overall, when we're in a a system that works the way our system does, uh, and the only system that would be different would be a communist system, but we've never had a communist system on the planet. We've we've had things that have been called communism, but the 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 way that that Putin is in Russia, say it's not really any different to the way that the czars were, you know. It's still, kind of so totalitarian power, yeah. Same kind of stuff. And, yeah, I, like um, I say, I
0: do, I do wonder whether, despite all the outcry and uh, you know the protests and stuff, I wonder if there's a kind of a, com- a like a, a decent enough chunk of society that quite likes the comfort from that and the the fact that it's always been this way and that's just the way it is. And you know, well, at least I can. I've got food on the table, that kind of thing. Um, I guess it's when when power uh, systems really start to crumble and fall apart, and you've got anarchy in the streets and like runaway inflation, and a loaf of bread costs, you know, a thousand pounds. That's when things can. Re- that's that's when things really start to fall apart, right?
1: Yeah, um, but but I I think it's the case of kind of facing the reality of it. You're, you're saying that people do kind of accept it. Mark Twain said, lies, damn lies, and statistics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because people can make statistics say whatever they want, really. Um, uh, I'd say lies, damn lies, and politicians. You know, that idea about how do you know when a politician is lying? Well, usually it's because they're talking. Um, <laughs> or or it could be because they're breathing. But the, but, but the thing, I'm sure people won't like that, but the thing is that... Um, if you're saying what you're saying to kind of get the vote and get what you want, you know, how, how close that is to the truth. There are decent politicians. It would be unfair to say that there weren't, you know. But, um, you know, that idea that anybody um, who wants to be a politician by definition shouldn't be allowed to be, you know, um, if, you want, if you want to do it, it's like it's probably not the best qualification. To do it as like, why do you want to do it? What are you going to get out of it, you know? <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like,
1: not you, of course.
0: Not me. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because yeah, I do. I've been thinking about that, and uh, why would I want to be a councillor? Because I've, I've seen kind of. There's a local council, Green Party councillor that I know quite well, and he's been doing a bit of a journal of, of what what he gets up to throughout the week and how much work he does and his caseloads and all that kind of stuff. And it's quite kind of scary in terms of how how intense the work is that he needs to do and. I um yeah i'm judging whether kind of weigh up whether i'd have time to do it all or the energy and emotional and energy to to help people because i think yeah but i, I do want to help people and obviously you know with my environmental stuff i kind of i'm aware of the need to kind of act quite urgently so i think i'd be quite good at, on that front but yeah i don't know it's uh mm. it's slippery slope eh?
1: yeah I, I wonder how many people go into politics with good intention and don't intend to be, you know, corrupt or purveyors of falsehoods, but end up having to do that to kind of keep things going and to keep the show on the road and not to give away secrets to other governments and all kinds of stuff that must come into play.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, there is, a certain, yeah. there is a certain route into politics, isn't there, that, you know, that a lot of a lot of MPs will have done the, the same degree, the, the same degree at university or other degrees, or is it politics... Something in economics,
1: economics and, and history, is
0: it? Yeah. yeah, PPE or PEE, I can't remember. So, I mean, if you've been on that, because I, th- I don't think anyone likes that, you know, the photos of Cameron and Boris Johnson, you know, at Ealing or whatever college they went to. um And even at the age of 16, 17, 18, they were on this trajectory to be MPs and future prime ministers. You know, that's just that stinks really, done it? Because that's not really how democracy should work, to have people in power from such a small microcosm of society. Um, so
1: hopefully... But is that the view. issue about it, it's not, it's not um, what you know, it's who you know? Yeah. And, and is that what's going on? Uh, and is that what's gone on with the thing that you were quoting from earlier on, where someone has done something that maybe they shouldn't have done and then th- th- their mates are coming in to try and cover up for it?
0: Yeah, maybe. And I think, I think that world is crumbling a little bit and it's w- w- weird because we've seen with Brexit, we saw, you know, a real clamor to take back control. And I think, it, I think part Brexit was a really mixed message because on the one hand, it was about taking back control, apparently. And it was also a bit of a cry from a certain section of the population that, to kind of end the kind of elite rule, whether it be from Europe or from even in the UK. And what we've been left with is, okay, we've got control back, but it's in the hands of the elites still. In just the UK version, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, I can, I can, you know, I was, I wasn't a big fan of Brexit, but I can, I could understand why, in the end, why we made that decision, and I can understand now why people are still annoyed, <laughs> despite their you know, wildest dreams coming true. Um, you know, so I think we're still in that that. We've, we've kind of figured the first piece of the puddle, puzzle out, but we've realised that um, we've still got an awful lot of work to do to kind of get to that the kind of those green pastures and all that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, um, and it's, it's probably going to take several years to get to it, um, and who knows what's going to happen on, on the planet over those years? You
0: know? Yeah, I know. Um, so- yeah, fascinating. So I'm going to stick a couple of links in the show notes, and possibly possibly one is my resource of the week, actually about kind of the the history of the UK and why we kind of still love the monarchy so much, and or well, not everyone does, but uh, yeah, that it's fascinating the history behind it all and the hundreds of years that have led to this point. But is it all on the verge of collapse? I'm not so sure.
1: I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting this next bit because when uh, the Queen does does die. Mm-hmm. Um, it does leave a big hole. And whether uh, Charles is big enough to fill it or whether William is big enough to fill it, we don't know. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fascinating times. But um, what's your resource of the week, Sean? Mm.
1: Well, I've got three. And there are three books of people that I know that are power-hungry uh, always talk about reading. One is The Art of War by Sun Z. Um, and that's that's really interesting to read. They're just little books, right? Mm. Uh, the next one is how to use your enemies. So like how to use your enemies to your advantage, which yeah. is really kind of political. That's uh, Balsavar Gra and uh, uh, this is a Plato book and it was the, the Socrates defense because Socrates was put on trial. and it's like the defense that went on.
0: Okay but it,
1: but it, it's like those three books, if you read them, you can see the kind of political moves that go on around us and you can see what people are doing. And I think, mm, I wonder where you got that from. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and people are still using that kind of stuff now. Yeah. All right.
0: I'll have to borrow all those if, if when I uh, am yeah. from a local councillor, right? <laughs>
1: eh? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, I'll give a quick mention in my resource to the movie Dune, Dune uh, which came out quite all recently. Right. Kept- I read
1: all those books when i yeah. when i was a weapon stabber yeah yeah tricky movie yeah.
0: tricky book to turn into a movie but um mm. worth worth watching and it's obviously that real power struggle between the two great houses is it
1: yeah
0: um yeah harkonnen and arcadis is it oh gosh i oh, just saw the movie I can't Remember?
1: so anyway. uh, you have to get the Dune the spice.
0: yeah amazing yeah Chasing the resources of of the of that planet, so yeah, go watch the movie if you can, if you can or, or read the book because, uh, um, yeah, amazing kind of sci-fi politics going on there.
1: Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. All right, Sean, snappy, but you happy, Sean? Yeah, I'm snappy. and happy. Yeah. All right, okay. let's quit
0: before uh, before Cooper starts barking again. We'll see you again next okay. week. Guys. All
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. See, Cooper is just trying to align your attitudes, is what yeah, he's doing, he? to I his know. needs. That's a-
0: he just wants them <laughs> squirrels, bless him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right. I'll see you all next week. Yeah,
1: okay. You take care. Ta-da. See ya. Bye. Bye.